regardless of what type of content you choose to get out there, there's a ton of benefits to having even just one piece of long form content available. And that's really all you need. One great piece to get started. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to be talking about long-form content. What is long-form content exactly? It's what marketers like to call blogs, video tutorials, podcast guides, or eBooks. Technically, as defined by Neil Patel, this content is over 4,000 words, but I don't get too hung up on the word count because my point is it's content that does a lot of good for you and your business that's more than just your social media posts. So we're going to walk through why long-form content works, what types of content are available for you to create, and why they're valuable for your business. Okay, why does long-form content work and why does it matter? You might be thinking that creating yet another thing for your business is not something that you've got time to do, but let me tell you, it's going to pay in dividends to have one or two pieces of awesome long-form content that you can put out into the world. This type of content works because it allows you to build trust with your ideal customer. There's a lot of other reasons it benefits your business, but if you're new to thinking about creating content and the name long form feels intimidating because it sounds like it's going to take a lot of time to create something, start thinking of your end goal. If you need or want more customers and don't we all long form content can help you get in front of them. So how does long form content help you get in front of your ideal customers? Let's talk through this real quick and let me use myself and authentic as an example. Imagine someone like yourself, you're starting your own business or you own your own business and you're struggling to get in front of your ideal customers. You know, you need to do a better job marketing your business, but you just don't know where to start. You feel like you need a professional marketer in your back pocket, but you're not sure you can afford it or you're interested in doing some of the legwork yourself. You start scouring the internet for tips on how to market for your small business. Google returns some results that include Pinterest. There are a handful of pages or websites that look really interesting. And when you click into Pinterest, you find a link to this podcast. Maybe you listen to this podcast and then you visit my site to download a free guide or learn more, which allowed me to ask you for your email address, which you were happy to give me because you felt like my resource would add a lot of value to you as you learn about how to market your business. After you hit download, your curiosity is peaked and you start browsing my website. You bookmark it to come back to and you start following me on social media where I continue to provide you value. You get weekly emails that remind you of me, this marketing coach, and when the time comes for you to invest in marketing, you contact me and we find a coaching package that's a good fit for you. 
that whole process started with my long form content. So you see, that's why creating this type of content can help you get in front of your ideal customer. It is a long process, but it's something that is really going to help you in the long run and that there are plenty of other benefits on, which we're going to touch on in a little bit that help you build trust and authority. All right. So you're ready to get in front of more customers and gain visibility. What types of content can you create that count as long form? Things like blogs, video tutorials, podcasts, ebooks, and guides are all great options. Okay, I know that at the sound of some of those, it may sound really intimidating or overwhelming to even start creating those things. Again, you may not be a professional marketer, and I will admit some of these are easier to get started with than others. So let's start with what's easy. Video tutorials. You may already be doing smaller versions of this if you use Reels, TikTok, IGTV, or if you live stream. The key with these is to make sure that you have a good structure to these videos. Think the basics of writing a good paper for school. It has an introduction, it transitions between topics, it has valuable tips or tricks, and a conclusion in the form of a call to action or something you want your audience to do after watching the video. Visit your website, email you, download something, etc. With all of the options through social media channels to get video out into the world, I think this is one of the easiest ways to get started creating long form content because you don't need any new tools than what you're already likely using. And now Instagram even adds captions to your videos for you. So it's really easy to get started. If you record your videos ahead of time because live streaming isn't your thing, you can also upload them to YouTube, which just increases and adds to your potential reach. The next easiest thing I think to get out into the world is a guide. Let's take a jeans boutique as our example here. A guide that you could create might be one that teaches women how to find the best fit for their jeans. You might talk about what types of jeans work best on different body shapes, where the jeans should fit on your waist, what length they should be, things like that. You might also throw in how women can measure themselves so they can easily find their size when they're switching between different brands. You could use a tool called Canva to create a really nice looking PDF that has a graphic design polish to it, and then you can upload it to your website. This allows you to promote it on your social channels and ask people to give you their email address in order to receive it. Here, you're adding a lot of value to shoppers because you're teaching them how to make shopping for jeans easier. And we all know how big of a pain it is to find the perfect pair of jeans. So while they may not have been originally looking to purchase your jeans, now that you've made it super easy for them to find the perfect pair, whose jeans do you think will be at the top of their list? That's right, yours. Okay, now these last ones I personally think take a little bit more work or learning to get done. An ebook doesn't necessarily take new skills like knowing software to create it or anything like that, but it probably will take you more time. Ebooks are also sometimes known as white papers. So if you've ever downloaded something from an industry expert that's several pages long or even has chapters to it with a lot of research and infographics, this is what is called an ebook or a white paper. 
This type of content is better suited for more technical industries. Marketing is a perfect example. In fact, white papers are super popular in our industry because you're really educating the reader about a topic that's very nuanced. Another good example might be someone who writes a nutrition ebook, perhaps about how to become a vegan. For this type of content, you want to think about a topic that can still be easily explained and illustrated through text and graphics. It's pretty easy to chunk it together so that it's visually appealing and makes it easy for the reader to get through. It doesn't feel like reading a research paper and it's a little bit more complex. So it's going to require some research and stats to back up your position. Those are the things that are really going to make or give you the signal that an ebook is perhaps the way that you should go when you're writing um, your piece of long form content. Now, these last two, I would say take a little bit more to get out the door when it comes to content. You have to plan and execute consistently, and you're going to be in it for the long haul because they're not one and done items like the others we just talked about. And there's also going to be some best practices to learn. It's blogs and podcasts. I'm honestly not sure which one I'd rank as easier than the other. On the surface, it might seem like blogs are easier to get off the ground, but in all honesty, and as any blogger that gets good traction to their site will tell you, there's a lot that goes into getting your blog discovered. There's best practices in terms of how to format your writing, when to post, how long it should be. You have to do research to include keywords and phrases that are going to help you get discovered when people are Googling information or the topic that you're talking about. So it's really not as simple as just free-flowing your thoughts and ideas like you would in a journal. Not that you can't gain traction from doing that. I just haven't seen it happen that organically. On the flip side, you've got podcasts, which sound intimidating, right? You have to learn software to record the podcast and edit it. You have to find a platform to distribute it to the podcast channels for you, and you still have to plan your content and post it consistently like a blog. Personally, though, I was really surprised at how easy it was to get started with my podcast. I watched a couple of videos about editing software. I recently started using GarageBand, and it's super easy. I researched a few hosting platforms and ultimately chose to use a site called Captivate FM, which I've been super happy with because they have a focus on creating tools that easily help you market your podcast. GarageBand took me an hour or so to learn and Captivate was really super intuitive that it really didn't feel like I had to learn anything. I just simply followed their prompts to set up my account and I had a live podcast at the end of those steps. So I think outside of an afternoon of learning software for podcasts, where you're really investing your time is on a weekly or monthly basis to get content out there. Same for blogs. But regardless of what type of content you choose to get out there, there's a ton of benefits to having even just one piece of long form content available. And that's really all you need. One great piece to get started. Having a piece of long form content is going to provide you with a wealth of benefits. It's going to help you gain visibility. Like I said in episode 11, how to build an email list, long form content becomes what we call a lead magnet for you. So if you want to learn how to promote your new piece of content, hop back to that episode and give it a listen because it really comes down to promoting it on your social channels or doing paid ads for it. 
This point dovetails nicely into the next benefit, which is that pieces of long form content are going to help you build your email list. Again, using episode 11 as a reference point, a list of potential leads that you own and have direct access to means you can get in front of more people more often for potential sales, and it helps you collect those email addresses. Another benefit is that long form pieces of content also increase the amount of time people spend on your site. Like I outlined at the beginning of this episode, when someone finds a good piece of content, they're likely going to be interested in what else you have to say, and they're going to spend some time poking around your website. And finally, long form content also builds authority in your expertise, and it increases trust because you're viewed as an expert. The sum of these benefits will lead to more traffic, more visibility, more leads, and ultimately sales. Now, we can get into a lot of detail about how to create a good piece of content, but I think I'm actually going to save that for next week's episode. So if you haven't already listened to episode 11, hop back. That's going to teach you how to build an email list, which really comes down to promoting this long-form piece of content or a lead magnet. And make sure you tune in next week, and we'll do a deep dive into how to actually create your piece of content. Right now, if you're not sure where to start, visit getauthenticbranding.com slash resources and download my guide on how to create a lead magnet. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to help other women like you find this podcast. Until next time.